Hello and welcome to the podcast. I am Brian. <laughs> and I am Katie. And we today are, it's our first episode and we are going to be talking about us, kind of us. And, and that's the, the running theme of this podcast is it's kind of just a verbal diary, I guess, in a way of <laughs> our life since the day we met up until today. So today's episode, I we're just going to talk about how we met and kind of our story a little bit and yeah. hopefully we hook a few people in and you know start from the beginning start from the beginning so uh you know i am like i said my name is brian i'm i'm 38 <laughs> almost 39 years old and um katie doesn't have to tell her age <laughs> at all uh, i have learned as a gentleman you don't ask nor do you ask them to tell and we met in high school yeah so we've been together for 22 years yes going on 23 this year going on 23 we met our end of our sophomore beginning of junior year of high school yep and it just so happened that katie and i ran in the same circle of music nerds really you're gonna call us music nerds well yeah uh, katie was a choir nerd and i was a band geek a band geek <laughs> and we had we had Friends that are in the same circle circle of people uh, is a good word to put it. And we knew of each other. We didn't know each other. Yeah, exactly. We we knew each other through the fact that we knew people that knew each of us. And I knew of Katie because I set her up, or I didn't really set her up. I convinced one of my friends to ask her to a dance, and just so happened that that didn't work out so well. Uh, the but, dance was great. He's a great guy, but he was better as a friend. That's yeah, exactly. All. And and then Katie and I had an English class together, and I did the classic romantic slip a note in the... Is that romantic? Yeah, I think so. In the backpack <laughs> of uh, check yes or no if you like me That's and want to go out. No, it, it isn't, but <laughs> it's something similar to that. It was, hey, I liked you. Yeah, exactly. And... You know, from there, it's But it's you have history. to say this. You were still dating somebody. Oh, yeah, I was. <laughs> at the I, time of putting this note in my backpack. I had a thing of dating people um, up until that point. So I, I, I had had a few girlfriends, if you want to call them that, in high school. They weren't anything crazy. Puppy love. Um, yeah, exactly. Like learning how to date as a high schooler <laughs> kind of thing. And... Yeah, so I was dating somebody at the time, and uh, it wasn't really working out. So uh, Katie kind of just came along and tag him it, you know. And look at us now, twenty-two mm. years later, <laughs> just wedded bliss every day. Is that what you want to call it? I, I like it. <laughs> I think it works. But you know, so we started meeting in high school, or we started dating in high school, and then from there. I started driving you to zero period because you didn't have a car yet. Yeah. But or a kinda, license. Wait, it kind of started slow. You shouldn't go that fast because you it was like, yes, I like you. Do you like me? Let's hang out kind of thing. So then it just started out with us just hanging out at friends' houses and talking and. And watching movies in air quotes. <laughs> uh, in the dark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> While we watched our friends make out. <laughs> yeah, really odd. But. <laughs> Yes. 
And and then it started to, you were driving me to class in the mornings because we had class at the same time. And yep. then it slowly, gradually turned into something more. I asked you to winter formal. Yeah, because winter formal where we are is, is girl-ass guy. I don't know if that's the same everywhere. I have no idea. Uh, there's, I guess, two dances where girls ask guys at our high school, and it was... Sadie Hawkins. Sadie Hawkins and Winter Formal. Winter Formal. And if you hear little jingle jangles in the background, it's because our dogs decided not to leave us alone tonight. We have two dogs. We have Charlie and Molly, and uh, you know they're they're attached to they're us. Part of the family. Yeah, exactly. So if you hear jingle jangles, it's it's not loose change in any of our pockets. <laughs> it's dog tags as they scratch their necks. Um, but anyway, so I we, asked you on a. A pillowcase. Pillow I still have it to yeah, this day. Yeah, I puffy painted on a pillowcase with a girlfriend. And let me just tell you, for someone who's never really had a boyfriend or dealt with family and being able to knock on your door and, hi, Mrs. Mundia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Katie. Can I put a pillowcase on your son's pillow? was a little intimidating. Yeah. So you got to see the room like right off the bat. Right like, off the bat. Without any notice from uh, on my <laughs> end that you were coming. So... No, I, I, I kept a pretty clean room in high school. But yeah, so I said yes, of course, and then we went to a dance, and then we went to another dance, and... Then it was just us. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. We did a lot of things together uh, when we were younger, and we still do a lot of things together. Don't get me wrong. It's just... <laughs> it's different now that we're parents. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, high school was fun. We graduated together, and then I went off to school... For a year, and Katie decided to try and date other people. Okay, wait a second. That's not fair. <laughs> it is totally fair because I didn't date other people. So, I was, I was one hundred percent faithful to you the entire time. And then I come fair. home and I find out that Katie has been dating other guys. I wasn't dating. I went on two dates, and one was, uh, I wouldn't even call it a date. It was required for school. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> we had to go to some kind of concert or something yeah. uh-huh. for my music class. Yeah. And then the other one was a football coach friend of a friend. And they're like, well, you should really see what's out there. Yeah. Nothing cool was out there. Yeah. Well, you know. When you have a gentleman like Brian. Exactly. When you have the best, you can't get better. I wouldn't go that far. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so came home from school because I decided. Uh, you missed to, me. I decided to <laughs> fail out. Uh, I. <laughs> I was I was set up for failure from the beginning in school. I was the the first of my family to go to college uh, that I know of, and really there wasn't a whole lot of help for me. It was I, I went far away, not super far away, but I went far away to school to where I had to live there, and it wasn't a very successful time. It was actually pretty intimidating. Intimidating. It was it was a bit of a bummer because I had. Not to brag about myself, but I had always had academics and things come easily to me, and it did not there. I had a very difficult time, and and um, I would come home once a month to see Katie and my family, mainly Katie. <laughs> I would see my family every once in a while, but Katie and I would plan different things to do when I came home, and we'd make the best of it. So came home after I failed and went back to junior college and did that whole rigmarole for a few years and then ended up at uh, another university and a few years later graduated with my bachelor's degree Yay! you know um 
Yes, Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm glad you're happy, too. And in the meantime, Katie had gone to school to become a... Try again. I went to school at Santiago Canyon College to... Yeah. I didn't know what I wanted to be. <laughs> okay, so she went to go discover herself. <laughs> I thought I wanted to be a kindergarten teacher, I think. Okay. And I just... I'm not that great at academics. I just am not that good. Math especially. And there's a lot of math involved. And I just was not doing that hot on it. I did graduate. But I ended up going to a trade school. Yeah. Which there's absolutely nothing wrong with. Zero wrong with that. And I am now a registered dental assistant. And I work for an orthodontist office. And I love it. I love my job. I get to work with kids and adults. Um, and yeah, it's great it's a fun job yeah. you get to torture get great children. hours so yeah exactly you you only work a few days a week mm-hmm. and uh like you said i get to torture kids all day and exactly it's awesome. exactly and you know we we'll have to leave it for another episode the fun jobs that we had when we were younger i think <laughs> that might be a fun episode to do later on but um you know then at that at after the time of college uh or actually i think in my last year of college we moved in together mm. Sooner than that, because I needed to get out of my house. I love that I'm getting all of these things wrong, by the way. <laughs> well, I just, I, I was looking for an apartment by myself, and I was going out in the world because I said, I cannot live at home any longer. Um, my parents are great, but we just weren't meshing at that time in life. And uh, I started looking for a place and realized really fast I couldn't afford anything by myself. So uh, I came to Brian and said, hey, you're moving out with me. And he said, uh, okay. And so- Which is like my life all the time <laughs> with Katie. Uh, you know, I do have my own opinions and I do do my own things. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, there's I'm pretty easygoing for 99% of my existence on this earth so far. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, when Katie said, "Hey, you're moving in with me," I was like, "Okay, cool. Sounds like a plan." And uh, we moved in together, and yeah, we found a little one bedroom apartment and lived in sin, <laughs> sin bin, the sin bin. <laughs> uh, we were still really close to our folks, which both of our sets of parents live very close to us, and we're very fortunate for that. It's a it's a good thing and a bad thing, all in the same token. And you know, boundaries are always a interesting topic amongst our family members, but. Uh, you know we've we've made the best of it, I think, and it is a it is a benefit to have family so close, especially nowadays with with the girls and and stuff like that, to be able to just drop them off and say, "We'll see you in a few hours." <laughs> is nice. It's nice to have family for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we moved in together and uh, did that for a couple of years, and I ended up, like I said before, graduating. And at that time, Katie had also given me this wonderful ultimatum. <laughs> Because we had been dating for going on 10 years, yes, or 10. right around 10 years, yes. and told me that I had to propose by a certain time or else she was going to cut me loose. Well, and wait a second. To make it sound <laughs> a little bit better than that. Yes, please rephrase. <laughs> I was getting older. Oh, whatever. <laughs> and, Aren't we all? And uh, yeah, if I figured if we weren't moving forward in 10 years into the next phase of our life, then it wasn't meant to be. And so I just said, Hey, if you don't think that you're ready to get married to me in 10 years after living with me for seven, it was time to move on. And so I just told him that's where I'm at. 
Yeah. So I proposed to Katie after, or right before I graduated from school. Yeah. About three, four months beforehand. And uh, our proposal was wonderful. It was very well <laughs> thought out. And happened on a, uh, Katie blind, Katie started the blind side with the pillowcase on my pillow without me knowing anything. And I returned the favor with our proposal, uh, which I always find to be a funny story because I don't know the entire story. I only know what I know. And that is that <laughs> I had a really bad day. Katie had had, yeah, she had a really bad day and I actually got home early that day to get everything set up in our apartment and uh, she was running late and I called her just to make sure she was okay. And it just so happened that I was yelling at the lady in front of me on my drive home. Yeah. And then <laughs> the words out of her mouth before I hung the phone up with her was, why are you home so early? And I was like, okay, guy, I, I, I got to go. Bye. And hung up the phone because if there's one thing that you should know about me, I cannot keep a secret no, very well. Even though the ring I didn't show to anybody beforehand uh nobody had seen it except for me except a picture of it not except the picture that you showed people of the ring that you dreamed of having and but the real ring nobody saw it beforehand and that was something that my dad pulled me aside very early on and said whatever you do when you do propose do not show anybody the ring because i made the mistake of showing the ring to everybody and then when he proposed to my mom she was so excited to go around and show everybody and everybody was like, yeah, we've already seen it. And it wasn't oh, that exciting. So, I didn't know that. yeah. So I, I took a lesson from my pops and, uh, and did not show the ring off to anybody. <laughs> but, uh, Katie and I have a joke that we would always, we would, when we were dating, we had these late night target runs that we would do quite often or we would go to Walmart or something like that. Whatever was open, wherever we needed to get things. And when we did that, we would always pass by the vending machines. And we'd always make this joke about, you know, when we get married, the all only thing is we're, we're going to be able to propose with is this 25-cent ring from the vending That's machine. That's all we're going to be able to afford. Exactly. <laughs> so what I did is I created this photo book of all of our adventures together from the first time that we met uh which happened to be at i believe one of your choir concerts i came and brought you a rose yep and met you backstage we still have the photo of that in our house uh you and my letterman's jacket from being in band uh which <laughs> you know i have i have a letterman's jacket and uh, maybe we'll get into some things as to why i didn't play certain sports in high school um and why i have a letterman's jacket in band instead but uh, I, I, we have that. So it started with that photo and went all the way through. And, uh, first mistake number one was that I put the, the wonderful letter that I had written in the beginning of the book. I should have put it at the end. And in the beginning of the book, it was, I don't remember the exact words. It's now going on 13 years of marriage. Uh, so I don't remember all of it, but at the end of it, it said, will you marry me? And then she looked up and I handed her a box and inside the box was about a thousand of these vending machine rings in their tiny little clear cylinders that you would get them out of the machine with. Plastic bubbles. Yeah. And one of the plastic bubbles had her actual wedding ring in it. So I thought it would be fun for her to try and like 
sift through the box gently oh, and no, that's not find me. the ring. No, the entire box and its contents got dumped on the floor, spread out, and Katie looked for the very shiny thing on the floor. I was going to say, you forgot to say, and I yelled, where's the shiny one? Yeah, <laughs> and found her ring, uh, which happened to be uh, the ring that she wanted, or very similar to the ring that she wanted, uh, within within reason. <laughs> It's so, beautiful. You did a great job. It's not bad. You need an upgrade at some point. But <laughs> so that's our proposal. And we were engaged for a year. And uh, we got married in 2008 in Laguna Beach, California, on the sand, dolphins in the water. As yeah, we, there were dolphins as in the we water. we were getting married. Oh, it also rained on our wedding it day. It rained which on is our wedding day. for July. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. We got married in July uh, and it rained. But it the sky like opened up over our wedding ceremony, which was kind of weird. And we had like these gray clouds all around us, except for the our sun little spot right above us. And uh, the way that it was is the the hotel we got married at. They were one of the few that owned the beach in front of the property, so they had roped off this area for us to have our ceremony. And I remember little girls like sitting at the edge of the rope, like watching Katie come down the stairs in her dress, and oh, just yeah, being in like total girls. awe. And, I saw him the next day. Yeah. Yes, and I was leaving the hotel, and these little girls opened the door, and I just remember going, oh, "That was the princess." Yep, exactly. <laughs> it was so cute. It was pretty fun. Uh, we had our reception at the same hotel, and then we went on our honeymoon. Yes, Charlie, we went on our honeymoon, and we went to Saint Lucia. Yeah. It was a spectacular honeymoon. It was awesome. We were gone for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So needed. <laughs> yeah. Especially after all that craziness. Um, but we went to St. Lucia, came back and uh, started our married life together, which didn't seem at the time much different than... I didn't feel like anything was different. I mean, yeah. we'd lived together for seven years already. So, I mean, we kind of already had our routine down. We knew what was going on and that was that. Yeah, we weren't comfortable enough to poop or pee with the bathroom door open yet <laughs> at that point. Uh, but uh, but yeah, we were we were oh literally an old married couple already. <laughs> I thought we were an old married couple way before that. We still bigger yeah. like an old married we do. couple. Uh, but we we very rarely go to bed angry. Uh, there's, Try not to. Yeah, exactly. It's a it's an important thing. Uh, so yeah, so that leads us up to our wedded years and we were how long were we in the apartment seven years uh, i don't remember i think it was longer than seven years but something like that yeah so we lived in the same one bedroom apartment for a number of years <laughs> a long time and then we uh in 2009 maybe 2010 we were looking for a house but wait you oh have, what you have to say so we got married, and then right before Christmas, we be- we decided to adopt another dog. Oh, yeah. That's how Charlie came about. So we had Molly. Molly came with me. She was a package deal, which was yes. kind of funny because Molly is this little multi-poo with a lot of personality. If and- that's what you want to call it, <laughs> sure. And she loves me. I call it pent-up anger. doesn't really like Brian, but that's okay. She puts up with me. Yeah. But uh, she came with me. She was a package deal. And it was kind of funny because Brian had never had a dog in the house before. No, our dogs were always outside dogs. 
Never inside dogs. So I had to explain to him, no, she has free run of the couch. She sleeps in the bed. <laughs> yeah, she used to sleep in my spot and I'd come to bed because I've always been the person that comes to bed later than Katie most of the time. And Molly would always be in my spot and would growl and wake Katie up. It was wonderful. <laughs> um, but but we had Molly for many years. And then after we got married, we got Charlie. Yeah. But the way Charlie had his name, too, was that every year we didn't want to deal with a large Christmas tree. Yeah, we in lived the in a 750 square foot apartment. So, <laughs> so a large buy Christmas one of those tree. Tabletop Christmas trees that you find at the grocery store. It was perfect for us, you know. It was a twig. Yeah, whatever. So we always called it our little Charlie Brown Christmas tree. So yeah. we got Charlie around Christmas, and that's how we got his name, Charlie Brown. But we always joked that oh, we need to buy a house for the dog so he could have a backyard. Yeah. So <laughs> we uh, started the house search and. We were very fortunate to find a place that we still call our home yes. uh, to this day. It's been awesome. And, uh, you know, we we really haven't touched too much on the fact that, you know, Katie talked about her job being a registered dental assistant. I am now a licensed professional land surveyor in the state of California. But both Katie and I, we are people that love to give back. Uh, but as you've probably heard from the whole premise of this podcast uh, we aren't the richest people in the world, like never have been, but we know that our time is valuable. And when we invest in something, it's a hundred percent. So uh, I, myself, I've always been uh, involved in volunteering. So is Katie, whether it's uh, going to a soup kitchen or, um, you know, uh, helping out. I did challenger league, little league for a long time uh, and helped uh, kids with special needs uh, be able to play baseball and then Katie started this wonderful thing at uh, Children's Hospital of Orange County as a pet therapy volunteer with Molly. Uh, that was kind of her thing for a very, very long time. And it was her thing. It wasn't my thing. She would go. I she wouldn't would say it was my thing. I would say it was Molly's thing. Yeah, okay. I just drove her there. She did all hard lifting. <laughs> yeah, and, and Katie made a lot of uh, a lot of friends at the hospital with, with her volunteering and did amazing things with Molly. It was It was cool to see and... Uh, dogs even had like their own little trading cards that they would give to the kids when they were in the hospital. And, um, it was a great program. And it just so happened that I was at an event for pet therapy with Katie and I met the manager or the then manager of a department, uh, called the child life department, which every children's hospital, if they don't have one should have one because of the fact that it is such an important vital thing for kids to have when they're in the hospital. And if you don't know what they do or who they are, just look up child life specialist and and check out their job description and what they do in the hospital because they're amazing. It is really really special and really amazing and they really do make a difference in a kid's stay at the hospital. So I was at an event for pet therapy and the then manager who Katie had gotten to know said, "Hey, uh, what about you? Like, uh, why don't you come volunteer?" And uh, I said, "You know, I don't know that I can do the whole like." sick kid thing in the hospital and she mentioned a program uh that was a radio station in a children's hospital and i love music i have my whole life and i thought okay i'll i'll go sit in and check it out and i fell in love with the program and then katie came with me and volunteered with me and why was, should he have all the fun yeah we were we <laughs> were like on one of the couple we were one of a few couples yeah. in in the program that uh, was called Radio Lollipop, and that ran for a number of years at Chalk. It was a 
wonderful program. It was all volunteer run and volunteer driven. And we did a two hour radio program three days a week uh, that was tied to a arts and crafts project for the kids <laughs> that the volunteers would put uh, would put all the pieces to in little bags and deliver to the kids rooms uh, bedside and get the, the kids to call in and request songs or come down to the studio tell if they jokes. could tell jokes on air. I heard, I, I've heard a lot of dad jokes and a lot of bad jokes over the years <laughs> and we'd play games as well. And, uh, that turned into, believe it or not, a, a job for me, uh, a few years down the road with a program called Seacrest studios where they put radio and television studios in children's hospitals. I believe there's either 11 or 12 of them now, and uh, Ch- uh, Children's Hospital of Orange County was the fourth to have it. And I, I was there from the, the day it was open to the grand public. Uh, and it was a wonderful job for, for me for six years. I got to do a lot of really fun things. And I got paid to do it, which was even better. But uh, on to greener pastures and on to bigger and better things, I left after six years and pursued becoming a, a licensed land surveyor. So, uh, and just passed in December. So now I'm officially licensed in the state of California. Um, I don't know what else we should talk about. Where, where are we at at this point? I feel like I went off on a tangent and I, I kind of did, but that's okay. Sorry. I like to do your thing. Um, um <laughs> I thought it was sweet, but, uh, yeah, he got an upgrade in a title. I did too. Uh, we both yeah. kind of did mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, we haven't gotten to this point yet, but yeah, this is going to be a big part of our, our podcast in general is how we have gotten to have the titles of mom and dad, the title and, I'm going to call it the best job in the world, but it's not really a job, at least for me. I feel like Katie does a lot of the heavy lifting and I'm just kind of around for emotional and physical support uh, through the whole thing. Uh, I, I, I enjoy being a dad. I love being a dad and uh, you know, but I'm not, uh, I feel like there, there's always things that I can improve on, on, on that side of things, which is, which is, I guess is good. You, sh- you should be able to look at yourself and say there's always room for improvement. But uh, we have uh, two girls, so I am swimming in the sea of estrogen <laughs> in our house because Molly is a female as well, if you didn't catch that from her name. So we have a female dog, uh, my wife, my two daughters. It's just me and Charlie hanging out every day here <laughs> at Casa de Mundia as the boys. Um, but yeah, we have, we have twin daughters. They are now four years old. Going um, on 14. Yes. Uh, at least one of them going on 14. Uh, their names are Nora and Harper and they are wonderful little girls. They, uh, they do amazing things every day. It's crazy to me. I think that's the most fascinating part to me is the, the change from day to day on the things that one day they can't do the next day they can. Or the things they say. Or how excited they get about things that they do, which it's, makes me excited, like not pottying in their panties through the night. <laughs> I feel like Harper has done that for literally a month now and told us every, every day, day that she has not pottied in her panties in the evening time during bedtime. Um, it's really cool to see how, even though we've raised them the same uh, they're under the same household, same parents, same environment. Incredibly different they are. Yeah, exactly. They are. And 
it's crazy. It's pretty cool. So we will get into the whole how we got children um, or how we have children. Uh, how we have an, twins. Yeah, how we have twins on another podcast because I think that itself is really important to talk about and kind of the journey we went on to have to be able to have kids um, is really important to talk about. I think it's it's something that it just needs its own episode. We can't stuff it into two minutes on another one. So, um, but I think, you know, to kind of close out our, our intro and, and welcome to the podcast, I, I just think that, you know, this is a, a great opportunity for me to get back to something that I love, which is broadcast, but then also it's a great opportunity for Katie and I to set aside time to like actually talk to each other. Uh, because, you know, you, you learn when you have kids that you don't really have a chance to have like one-on-one time with your spouse or you don't as much anymore. So the podcast is a great way for us to do that and talk and kind of share memories and do that fun thing, which I think is kind of cool. And I don't know, what else do you want to add? Do well, you and wanna... I just think it's important that it's this is our journey. Yeah. And everybody else is going to have the same journey um, when we get into some of the the more um, in-depth conversations. <laughs> and can you think if we had tried to do this, like when we were youngsters, like with a tape recorder and like pushing record <laughs> on it and having to flip the tape and, you know, hopefully somebody out there gets that reference. <laughs> the pencil to <laughs> rewind it back up. Exactly. Always, always be kind and rewind, you know? Uh, yes. But no, I, I hope that, uh, I hope that you enjoy you enjoyed this and, and you will continue to enjoy what Katie and I have to talk about. I think, uh, you know, if anything, it's therapeutic for us, but if there's at least one person out there that we can help along the way, I think it's or keep your interest. Yeah, the two. <laughs> I mean, it, this is by all means, this is not our way to make money. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just fun. It's just fun time for Katie and I, uh, no, I, I think that, again, it goes back to us being kind of these people that like to help and like to be support system for people that are going through a similar journey or something um, that we could relate some experience to. So uh, hopefully you will find this helpful and entertaining and fun. And uh, don't get me wrong, it's not always going to be this. Uh, we'll figure something else out to to do as well besides just chat about this kind of stuff. So uh, with that, I think I think that ends. Which, unless you have something else you want to talk about, no, Katie, listen to the next one. Yeah, just uh, hopefully you tune in, you subscribe, and 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 enjoy our podcast. And thank you for for listening us or yeah. listening to us babble for <laughs> for joining us tonight. Thirty odd minutes. Um, I guess we'll we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>